Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. Today, we're going to continue our conversation about what to do when you have a bad boss. And yesterday, we talked about some signs that you may have a bad boss. And a lot of times, we don't need, we don't need signs. We, when we have a bad boss, we know we have a bad boss. But we gave you, hopefully, some, some handles or categories to think through. Number one, you don't, you don't start to do those things and become a bad boss. You prevent those things from happening for you as a leader, but then also giving you some framework to think through a situation that you may be in when it comes to a boss. But today we want to switch gears and talk about some pragmatic ways or tips that you can implement that will allow you to lead up when you find yourself in a situation where you have a bad boss. So we have five of those. Hampton will tackle the first two. I'll wrap it up with the last three, and hopefully this will equip with equip you with some pragmatic things you can do if you find yourself in that type of situation today showing up for work. So Hampton, what are some things we can do to lead up whenever we find ourselves in a situation where we have a bad boss? Number one would be to understand your boss's win. So what, what's going to make them look good? What's their win? You want to understand that and help them get it. Now, as I say that, some of you may be saying, seriously, I, what's their win? I, I don't want to help them win. They should be helping me win. Well, I challenge you, you're likely leading a team. And if you're a great leader, you are doing this for the people you're leading. You, you are helping them win. You, you know what a win looks like for the people on your team and you're helping them achieve that. So we talked about leading up in this episode. And so the, the thing that you should ideally be doing for your team, just, just lead up and do that for your boss. Um, I, I think that I, hopefully your boss will, will recognize uh, what you were doing, that, that you're helping them, and, and that will go a long way. But that would be number one. Number two is adapt to their style. So uh, maybe I have a micromanager. And if you do and you don't like that, I'm sorry. Um, but if you have a micromanaging boss, be proactive to feed them information. Another way to say that would be anticipate, don't react. And so if you know the things that they're going to be asking for over time, then, then just send it to it. To send it to them ahead of time, and you know that that's going to go um, a really long way. Yeah. And so the next one is to to set boundaries. We we talked about one of the signs of a bad boss is that they lack professional boundaries, meaning they may not respect your your work life balance or the time that that you're off or your weekends, and they invade those. And so one tip is for you to set the boundaries. And I remember being in a situation where I reported to a person for probably 18 months and this person set up a one-on-one with me three times in 18 months. So Hampton, what do we talk about? How important is a one-on-one Hampton? It's the number one tool a leader has in their tool belt. Absolutely. It's the number one tool. And so, but for me, what I could do is I could take the initiative. I could anticipate, don't react as Hampton said, and I could set up the one-on-one meeting if they don't. I could set the agenda for that meeting. I could make sure I'm pushing information to them. I could be proactive to communicate whenever I am offline or online or, or what my boundaries are. And so you may find yourself in a situation where, where that's not really clear or someone is not respecting that, but you can, you can set the boundaries for your boss and put some, put some parameters around that through effective communication and through setting up the structures that will allow you to do it. And so setting boundaries is is another tip that you can do to lead up when you have a bad boss. The next one is be the leader that you want your boss to be. And so one of the things you you can do is think about your team. And as you you lead down, you can make sure that none of this stuff is is happening. You're protecting them from the chaos that may be above you, but you you can learn. I think some of the things that that I have learned about leadership have come through watching people 
do it ways that weren't the most effective, or maybe they were a bad boss. And so it was a great learning experience for me to be able to apply those things to, to me and to the world that I'm able to influence as a leader. And so you can commit that regardless of your situation and you're gonna, you can apply these tips to, to lead up as much as possible, but be the leader that you want your boss to be. And maybe that'll rub off on them and they'll see the effect that you're having on people and wanna do that as well. And you can, you can affect them up. And then the last one is this, is that if none of these tips work, if you don't understand their win, that doesn't help you. If you can't adapt to their style, it doesn't help. You set boundaries, but they don't respect it. You try to be the leader that you want your boss, your boss to be, but they don't change. If none of these work, maybe you need to find a new boss, Hampton. So maybe that is the thing. I know that's a hard, hard thing, right? Is that you can't just switch jobs um, all the time. There's a lot of complexity that has to do with that, but maybe it's time to find a new boss if you're working for a bad boss. There are great bosses out there. Hopefully they listen to this podcast and get better because you deserve a great leader wherever you are.